Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Tom Petty on Rock 102. I think anybody who took a vacation last week should be given that week back because I had no plans to spend a vacation in the Amazonian rainforest. And nevertheless, that's what this turned into. Horrible, horrible week. I was able to kind of thread the needle mm. a little bit. Like if there was like an hour of sun, we went to the beach. Yeah. And if there, if there was a chance of rain after that first hour, we left the beach. Mm-hmm. We only had one and a half real good days of the beach. Yeah. We should all get this week back. Uh, and probably part of this week, too. Today will be cloudy with a chance of showers and cooler, a high of only 73. But then tomorrow, sunny and hot and humid with a high of about 90. It is uh, 68 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohen will be joining us after 7 o'clock today. There's loads of sports to talk to Cohen about. Also, uh, the next Summer Stimulus Keyword of the Day. We'll announce that around 7.50 this morning. A chance to win $1,000. All that and more. It's 5.36 on Rock 102. The back. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.50. And golden earring, a Rock 102. Cloudy with a chance of a stray thunderstorm and a high of only 73 today. Uh, But then tomorrow, sunny and hot and a high near 90. It is 68 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, what do you say? We hop right into some Hollywood trash with Steve and Nagel, the Rock 102. You, you got what I need. And you say he's just a friend. And you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. What, what is uh, what is that? Well, that's the diabolical Bismarck. He, he, he God rest his soul. He died Friday, uh, mm. most likely due to complications from diabetes. He was uh, 57 years old. He's best known for that 1989 hit, Just a Friend. Diabolical diabetes, not just a, Di- yeah, a the, regular case of it. Hey, man, uh, this was uh, this was one of the hot songs back uh, back in 1980. This is what I grew up. This is what my MTV was. Yeah, my oh, MTV yeah. was Bismarcky and uh, and Aerosmith. And Marky Mark. And Marky Mark. Yeah, Biz Marky Mark. Marky Mark holds nothing to Biz Marky. Yeah, you, know, you want to talk about the mm-hmm. ultimate consummate performer, Biz Marky took a gross lack of talent and made hits with it. Well, he's dead now, so mm-hmm. horrible, horrible news. I think we'll be hearing that song multiple times throughout the week. Good idea. Here. Uh, Britney Spears unloaded on her critics and her family on Instagram this weekend. She posted a meme that said, quote, Take me as I am or kiss my ass, eat poo, and step on Legos. What the hell? Yeah. Step on Legos. That hurts, by the way. That's very, very painful. Well, that's the most insulting thing she said I, I in that whole statement. Eat poo. I mean, eh, yeah. yeah. Who uh, hasn't been you, told you, that? You're either going to do that or not do that. But yeah. step on a Lego, that'll hurt. And in the caption, she just let it fly. She said, for those of you who choose to criticize my dancing videos, look, I'm not going to be performing on any stages anytime soon with my dad handling what I wear, say, do, or think. I, do, I don't like that my sister showed up at an award show and performed my songs to remixes. My so-called support system uh, hurt me deeply. Uh, this conservatorship killed my dreams. So all I have is hope, and hope is the only thing in this world that is very hard to kill, yet people still try. She's got so, hope and a bunch of Legos all over the floor. And yeah. she hopes you step on a Lego. You know, it goes on and on, but I'm not even going to bother reading because it's just going to take too much time. But uh, 
You know, even her sister, who came out a few weeks ago, saying, no, we support Britney. She doesn't support her. No, no. As long as, uh, listen, as long as the checks are coming in, that's all they care about. And that's what it comes down to. It's all about money. Regina King from Jerry Maguire says fans uh, still say, show me the money to her, uh, to her, thinking it's, quote, an original thing to say. But it doesn't really upset her. She just thinks it's cute. Regina King was in Jerry Maguire? Wasn't she, uh... I didn't realize she was uh, around back then. I, I thought, um, what did I think she, she, she was, debuted she was in? Cuba Gooding Jr.'s wife. Okay. In the movie. All right. Yeah, I didn't re- re- remember that it was her, though. You're right. Yeah, I, I, I thought I she yeah. made the scene in, um... Uh, God, I can't think of this. I think it was a series, not a, not even a movie. Uh, Fox's newest singing competition show called for what the hell was that? I don't know. My uh, stomach, I think. Fox's newest uh, singing competition show called Alter Ego comes out this fall. Contestants will perform as avatars in front of Alanis Morissette, uh, Nick Lachey, and Grimes. Mm. You might be thinking of Southland. Yes, it was in Southland. Yes, that yes. is it. I love that show. It was Southland. Yeah. Uh, do you even care about this show? Nah, no, I absolutely really. do. But nah. you know, well, it's, it's kind of like The Voice in that the judges don't see the actual performances, and it's kind of like The Masked Singer because a contestant's performing costume, although in this case, it's a digital costume. So in other words, it's kind of like stolen from a bunch of other ideas. Well, did you ever have somebody send you one of them talking unicorns on your iPhone? Yes. No. Where, they, where the where unicorn is laughing, crying, but it's talking with the voice of the person that sent it to you? Yes. We'll have to do that. If you haven't experienced, I, I've that, never John. even yeah, I've never even heard of this. I think you're missing out big. Listen, time. if you're, you're going to sing in a contest, show your face. Don't hide mm-hmm. behind a mask. Don't hide behind an avatar. Show us your face. Yeah, that's what that, I'm interested in. Yeah, but if you're like butt ugly, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good point. But most of the people that are that are masked on that show are not the ugly people. They're just you know. Half-rate celebrities singing with a mask on. Well, what was the name of that lady uh, years ago on the Susan um, Susan Boyle? Yes, Boyle. yes, yeah. uh, not a very uh, sightly woman. Oh, she's as handsome as anybody else. She, she just needs a nose job, exactly. <laughs> um, but she uh, she could she had a set of pipes on her. Oh yeah, sure she, she did. did. But yeah. uh, not so much luck. No, nope. you know. the pipes were all backed up. Yeah, Match.com even said no, we can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the. Uh, Office Ladies podcast. Jenna Fisher said she played Matt LeBlanc's wife on the pilot episode of Man with a Plan, but she was recast after the episode went through audience testing. The audience apparently couldn't separate Jenna from her Pam character on The Office, and they still thought of Matt as Joey on Friends. See, you get typecast, and then uh, you can never get work again because everybody thinks you're the only, this is the only character you can do. So, I'm pretty sure Jenna Fisher could do a whole lot of different things. She could do a whole lot of things, but I think because she was that well, show became so popular. I saw um, A Quiet Place 2 on vacation. Oh, you were the one. And, uh, hey, listen, it did very, very well. Um, but I didn't realize, first of all, that it was a prequel, and I didn't remember how John Krasinski was killed in the first oh, one. I didn't even see it! Uh, <laughs> yeah, well... Guess what? Uh, Ruin it for all of us. But I wasn't. I wasn't thinking Jim from The Office while I was watching that. Well, what were you thinking? I was thinking this is a pretty good movie, and I can't believe. I wonder if he's gonna die. Were you thinking? Oh, that's a very handsome man. Let me let me loosen my belt. No, not at all. I don't even know what that means. 
Uh, Willow Smith had to sh- had her head shaved during a pop punk performance of Whip My Hair. She said, uh, quote, I'm always shaving my head at monument- monumental times when things are really changing, and this is definitely one of those moments. Well, how can you sing I whip my hair back and forth? I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth if you don't have any freaking hair. If you whip your hair back just once and it falls off. Yeah. You know? You got the wig going on. Uh, did you ever whip your hair back and forth, John? No, no, have I shaved my head yet? Did you ever whip your hair back and forth? You whip no. your hair back and forth. You whip your hair back and forth. You whip your hair back and forth. I got, you whip I get your the hair. point. I get the point. A good yeah. song, though. It's almost I, as good as the diabolical Bismarck Heat. Yeah, no, but you didn't, you didn't get to the next verse. I whip my hair yeah, back and forth. I, I kind of figured that. I whip my hair be, back and yeah. forth. <laughs> and now the chorus. Uh-huh. Uh, Green Day and their coffee company, mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. Oakland mm-hmm. Coffee Works, are giving away a trip for two to come to L.A. for their September 3rd show at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the only way we can get you to come watch a Green Day concert. <laughs> so there's free coffee. Hey. <laughs> I might do it for that. Uh, is it Billy Joe coffee? Oh, I see what oh, they're doing. Yeah, I they're Billy it. Joe Armstrong. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And that's your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. The Woodfire Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, whenever you attend a professional sporting event, you are often bound by a code of conduct set forth by either the team itself or by the home stadium. These security protocols encompass all kinds of stuff, uh, all kinds of inappropriate behaviors, such as starting fistfights or throwing stuff on the field of play. Now, back in my day, the only thing we threw onto the field were insults and occasional profanities. Today, we're worried about fans throwing baseballs at innocent Boston Red Sox players, and that, my friends, is where I have to draw the line. As many of you know, Red Sox left fielder Alex Verdugo was hit by a baseball that was chucked onto the field by some mouth-breathing idiot in the stands, a Yankee fan who just couldn't come to grips with the idea that the Red Sox outfielders are not there for target practice. They are there to play baseball, the very game for which you have paid top dollar to see using, I assume, your very own money. And yet, rather than watch the game like a sophisticated man about town, you decided to act like a knuckle-dragon Neanderthal who thought it was in your right to try to brain a guy with a baseball. Now, you also might recall that Alex Cora pulled the team from the field, although briefly. However, this is a sort of fan interference and unsportsmanlike behavior doesn't fly in today's tender society. And that's because, uh, and thank goodness he's such a stud, because otherwise Alex Verdugo could have been seriously hurt. But thankfully, baseball just bounce off his barrel chest and back. Nevertheless, yesterday the New York Yankees and Major League Baseball announced that the fan who threw the baseball at Alex Verdugo has been given a lifetime ban. Not just from the games at at, uh, Yankee Stadium. He's been banned from games all over Major League Baseball for the rest of his life. That's potentially a very long time. And all because he thought it would be hilarious to peg a guy with a baseball. Well, that sort of schoolyard garbage is not hilarious. It's downright dangerous. On the other hand, the lifetime ban would also result in me saving a few bucks. And if I really wanted to get in the game that badly, I might have a... They might have a hard time identifying me if I, say, wore a fake mustache or had shoe lifts. Of course, if I simply behaved like an adult, I wouldn't have to fake mustaches or buy shoe lifts. And that's just something for everybody to keep in mind. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Traeger Woodfire Grills from Rocky's. They boast about baking cookies. I'm thinking, wait a minute, I can do anything with a Traeger, like uh, scones or a pork butt, even roast a chicken. A Traeger Woodfire Grill is now available at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 611 and ACDC in Rock 102. Uh, a little bit of a change today. It's going to be cloudy with a chance of a stray shower and a high of only 73. But uh, right back into the oven or the the sauna, rather, uh, tomorrow. Sunshine, muggy, and a high of 90. It is uh, 68 in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohen will be joining us in about an hour from now. There's loads of sports to talk to Cohen about. That's coming up a little bit later on. So uh didn't really go anywhere uh, for my vacation. I was uh, able at least to enjoy it, thanks again to the folks from uh, Genesis of Northampton. Um, I am still having issues with my car after coming back following 15 months and striking something on I-91. Didn't you get your car back? Uh, from the initial uh, damage, yes. And then... And there was more damage? There was more that was... Fa- oh, there was thought to be more. Thankfully, there wasn't. I thought there was. Uh, but the one thing I did do, I mentioned this a few minutes ago. I went to see uh, uh, A Quiet Place 2 over at Cinemark in West Springfield. Now, I've been there once or twice... Uh, I don't remember how many years ago it was that it changed from Showcase to Cinemark, but I do know there have been many times in the past where I have said, I just don't understand why you can't get a drink in a movie theater around here. Well, I also don't know how long it has been at Cinemark that you can. Uh, It turns out they have a full bar in that place. Not one you would sit at um, unless they moved the chairs when COVID came along. A full bar meaning alcohol. Alcohol, yeah. And uh, including Jack and Coke slushies. That was mm. that was actually kind of, well, I mean, by the time I got to it, it was unslushed anyway. But um, uh, yeah, Jack and Coke slushies. There are other, um, not so much around here, but in other cities. Mm-hmm. You do see a lot more alcohol sales in movie theaters. Yeah. Or at least you know you're used to prior to the pandemic. I saw it but all that, the time in Florida. Yeah, I've seen it in other places too. Because I mean, there are some places where you can't do anything without alcohol in your hands. Exactly. And uh, but you know, to me, wait a minute. You mean me personally, or was that just a generic? Uh, comment? That was a generic statement. Uh, oh, uh, your paranoia feels yeah. that uh, it's always directed towards mm-hmm. you. In this case, it was not. It yeah. just that's the way it was. But uh, you know, I know for me, depending on the movie. Mm. Alcohol is either going to get me to be belligerent or yeah. it's going to put me to sleep in a boring movie. Well, I and don't know. And in either case, I will have felt like I may have wasted some money. I don't know about the boring movie. Uh, and if you're unfortunately like me, where you don't realize till about halfway through the movie that the seat reclines uh, and then you figure <laughs> out how to do that. Um, Isn't it usually fairly uh, obvious that the seat reclines? Yeah, well, particularly if you've ever been in one of those seats before, which I have, but for some reason I forgot how to do it with this one. Now, you know, obviously movies are not that well attended anyway because of COVID. Plus, a movie like this one, this was another one of those uh, released in theaters and streaming at the same time. So... When you uh, so I bought my ticket online, and uh, like a plane ticket, it shows you where the seats are and what's available, and then I believe it's also broken down by social distancing, right? So that you don't get two people sitting next to each other, which is good. But if you're sharing a row 
with, say, two teenage girls who could have sat anywhere else in the theater uh, but had to sit on the two end seats of the row I was in and then talk and chatter throughout a movie called A Quiet Place, meaning that there was very little dialogue. Most of the dialogue in the movie is whispered right. because of this alien that can hear anything. Which means you have to s- listen very yes. carefully. Yes, you do. Could you have, I mean, I assume there was plenty of room in the theater for yeah. you to have moved? Plenty of room in the theater for them to have moved. Yes. But you could have moved too. I was there first. All right, but in a situation where you've got someone who is annoying uh, sitting in your row mm-hmm. or in front of you mm-hmm. or directly behind you. Yeah. You could have moved. Uh, I could have, but again, in this day and age of COVID, uh, people were pretty well spaced out, and they were spaced out of not far enough away from me. Uh, I I got that, but I mean, you know, this is not really a situation where you're 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 posturing for position. I mean, it's not uh, you were there first. It's like if this is an unsolvable situation, you get up and move. I mean, I realize now you have these choices of either going to the theater. Or streaming some movies, because they get released in both places. But if you go to the theater, try to remember you're not in your living room streaming. All right? There's other people. Keep your phone off, or at the very least, lower the background light so that it doesn't shine through the entire theater. Yeah. Uh, Let me me, me ask you a somewhat unrelated question. How much did you pay? $76. No, I'm serious. Uh, You know what? Um... How much did I pay for what? To go see the movie. Well, that's kind of an open-ended question. I'm not sure what the ticket price was. I did buy uh, a couple of drinks. I had a beer and that slushy, And then for some reason, before I went home, before I left, I bought uh, a medium-sized popcorn to take home with me and, uh, and a bag of peanut M&Ms. You bought a beer and the slushy? Yeah, well, like, how a, drunk did you look to get in this movie? Two-hour movie, man. Two-hour movie. Yeah, but that's how big were these drinks? Look, like, I know you're trying to make yourself out to be some kind of Bill W. No, 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 no. But, I'm, think, uh, I'm, I'm thinking purely from a bladder point of well, point of view. I mean, yeah, oh, I was too. I mean, to me, I mean, to me, like one drink is enough to send me like yeah. two thirds in the movie saying I gotta go excuse myself. I actually but made to- it through probably 25 minutes of of. Um, coming attractions and the movie without I, having to go to the bathroom. That would have ruined the movie. I'd be up every five minutes. I know. Now, the reason I'm asking about the, the, the ticket prices, so there's a movie that came out, and it's, and it's in a very, very select number of theaters. In fact, I think the only place that it was around here was in Amherst. And I'm not going to go all the way up to Amherst to go see this, this movie. It's a documentary I'd kind of like to see. But what it is is not really the issue. It's, it's also available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But they're charging you $19.99 yeah. to view it. On Amazon. So I mean I, yeah. so in, on, on on one level I'm thinking I'd much rather watch this at home, drink what I wanna drink, pause when I wanna pause, eat what I wanna eat, and that's a better experience. And not have to listen to two teen well, you might have to listen to two teenage girls. I don't know. <laughs> no, very very rarely. But I, but the the point I'm making is they got you. It's oh, like yeah. it's like you know, nineteen dollars yeah. For, for for a movie in my house, mm-hmm. well, still I, seems like you know theoretically seems like a lot of money. Even if I go, 
even if I were to go to a, like a matinee. No, the, see, I think now, in fact, I know this, it costs more to watch it in your house definitely. than it does at the theater. The definitely. theater is definitely cheaper uh, because that's the whole idea now. They're, they're like, you know, look, we know you don't have to leave your house. We would like you to because theater owners still need the money. They but still need to charge you 12 bucks for a popcorn. Yeah, but if you're not, we're going to charge you twice as much, maybe even three times as much to see a movie. Uh, I just I just felt like going out. I mean, that, that was the other thing, too. I think that had been the fourth or fifth day of afternoon thunderstorms that destroyed any opportunity to go out somewhere, right. sit outside, and listen to music, which happened all week long. Or uh, or play golf. I played golf uh, three times, and three times I was already soaked from the humidity by the time it started to pour, <laughs> and I had to leave the course I, because of lightning. I would have been looking to leave after the first hole. Yeah, I, I, yeah. With the, the way the weather has been. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need to golf that badly. I played uh, I played Chickabee one night. I got I paid online for eighteen holes. I got to the sixth hole and the sirens started going off. So I actually went back the next day and played another nine off of the day before's money. So they were able to, you were able to carry it over. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. that was that's cool. Good. And then uh, and then I played <clears throat> Franconia, which I haven't played in in twenty twenty five years. Come on, um, yeah, not, well, twenty years maybe, close to twenty years. Really, probably. probably uh, Maybe uh, maybe fifteen, could be ten. <laughs> I played last week. Uh, yeah, actually, I was in a tournament uh, at the beginning of uh, July. I mean, we were we were at the beach in uh, Rhode Island, and you know you're, you know we like right before you go to the beach and you've rented the house, you're always looking at the extended forecast just mm-hmm. to see how much time could we really get on the beach. We tried to go every day. I think there's like one or two days that we just it was just too crappy to go. Um, the last day, Friday, was a perfect beach day. Mm. That was absolutely beautiful. But it was it was like, you know, you're there's a lot of stuff you can do down there in uh, in in southern Rhode Island. But it's like, do you want to go anywhere when it's steaming hot? Uh-huh. Yeah, do you want to go anywhere where you know your primary focus is is going to the beach? We didn't go to that many places. I mean, I think we went to like a TJ Maxx. I think we Ooh, went. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh Jeez. hell yeah. We the went Ocean to- State. What about Ocean State job line? No, they've got those here. Yeah, but <laughs> just like which is right next to the TJ Maxx. You know, you're talking about the long range forecast. I mean, like yesterday, um, Johnny Six Gun was at Sunny's, and I kind of knew at noon that they were going to be inside the pavilion. And I and I ex- actually texted uh, Billy Gaines, the lead singer, and I said, who makes that call and when? And he said, it's already been made. We are going to be indoors. Because you look at the radar and you advance it, you know, three, four hours, and it showed it was going to be absolutely pouring. Well, the way these storms mold and fold and appear and disappear – an hour later, it's a completely different forecast right. for the next five hours. So, uh, I mean, for almost the entire show yesterday, it never rained. The skies opened at about 5.30, um, which would have sucked if, if they'd have been outside. But, 
Yeah, I mean this this kind of forecast. You look at the you look at when they say it's going to be ninety percent rain one o'clock this afternoon. You look again at eleven this morning, and it'll be like ten percent. It's six twenty-three with Bax and O'Brien, Rock one hundred two. Hey, Carla and Talia and Nico. Happy birthday! Six of Bax and O'Brien, Rock one hundred two. They got to stay on top of those uh, websites uh, again. You know, for all with this kind of weather, for all the things that are planned for six o'clock, seven o'clock at night, and uh, it, it looks like it still might happen at four. Th- this really just sucks. I mean, it's it's re- <laughs> it's like a rainforest. Every day it rains. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're lucky enough where an hour later the sun is out, but then there's been other times where it starts to rain at three or four in the afternoon and it doesn't stop till dark. Yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, this is since you know that we are in a, a wet period, I, I don't like to make any plans until at this point until like the day of. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, what's, what's even the point of planning something three days out? Even a day of. I was planning to go see the machine uh, Saturday in Swansea, New Hampshire. And on the morning of, I happened to check the website again, and the show had been postponed to July 30th. And then you would have gone out to Swansea, New Hampshire. For what reason? No There's nothing to do in Swansea, New Hampshire. No. Uh, So, yeah, even even on the same day, you had to to check. Today, cloudy, uh, high of 73, and then tomorrow, back to the hot and muggy stuff. Let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's fun. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's classic rock. Two uh, hunters have been moose hunting every winter for years. Okay. Without success. And then they finally come up with what they believe to be a foolproof plan. They get a very authentic female moose costume, and they learn the mating call of the female moose. And the plan is that they will hide in the costume, lure a bull, and then uh, jump out of the costume and shoot the bull. And before long, their call is answered as a bull moose comes crashing out of the forest and into the clearing where they're standing. Right? Okay. When the bull is close enough, the guy in the front goes, all right, let's get out and get him. And then all of a sudden, uh, what seems like an eternity, uh, he yells back to the guy behind him, hey, the zipper is stuck. The zipper's stuck. What are we going to do? And the guy in the front goes, well, I'm going to start nibbling grass, but uh, you might want to brace yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Because the guy in the back is going to be getting the bull. (laughs) 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 Booyah! With Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102, it's time for news. Brought to you by Serview Locksmith. They got a key for that. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. The Lord said to Noah, there's going to be a floody, floody. Lord said to Noah, there's going to be a floody, floody. Get those children out of the muddy, muddy children of the Lord. That's uh, very, very nice. Yeah, well, I wanted to clap with you, but I, I forgot the uh, where the clap was. So next hour, we'll, we'll do it, and I'll make sure I'm right on it. Uh, it is monsoon season here. I don't know if I can say that. Monsoon season here in western Massachusetts. Heavy rain has caused some major flooding in the Millers Falls area of Montague yesterday morning. 
According to the Turner's Falls Fire Department, a stream was flooded by heavy rains on the mountain, overwhelming the culverts, and the flood went through Miller's Falls. The power was shut down for most of the town, and as a result of the flood, with the possibility of it getting into residential places, especially basements with electricity. As of 9.38 a.m., most of the power in the town was restored. Uh, but they show this, like, uh, you know, this sinkhole with the, with the car stuck in it. They're and, showing uh, video right now from Palmer. And I tell you, if it wasn't for the water still being there, you just think it was Palmer. There, uh, there was obviously a, a visitor in Palmer because you could see the Mercedes logo <laughs> on the front of the car. Um, <laughs> How are we supposed to get through yeah. to Boston? <laughs> I thought this Mercedes could float. As God is my witness, that's what they told me when I bought it. Actually, there's a, there's an article on uh, the Drudge Report this morning that says I don't know which how far into the future, but they say Jeeps in the in the future are going to be able to be driven underwater. Oh, kind of like the Humvees. Yeah, the, the military Humvees. Yeah, yeah, but the, uh, yeah, they're showing a, an awful lot of this video of the damage that it was being done by this flooding. It's uh, you know, they, it they, sucks. They tell you, and it's absolutely true that when you see one of these enormous puddles on an intersection, you know, it's it's a little disorienting because you you have no idea how deep it is. Even if it looks, even if the the optical illusion is, it, it can't be much more than like two or three inches. I've yeah. seen intersections where the water could be as much as a foot to a foot and a half, two feet deep, depending on the intersection. And not so, even intersections. I mean, a lot of places where overpasses are, uh, the railroad thing, right? Uh, you know, because it dips down. That's a that's a lake, and people don't realize that you know when you know your car is really not designed to have the water crest over your tires, Mm-mm. and that's uh, so. If you see that, don't go over it. That's that was my only uh, that was my closest to the beach I got this weekend. Really, this, this past week rather was uh, pulling over to one of those places, taking out the umbrella mm. chair. And then uh, having a seat there underneath the trestle. (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of watching the world go by. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had a giant tree come down in my yard last week. A giant tree? A giant tree. I saw the pictures you posted. That's a a big tree. It was one of those those hemlock trees, those big pine trees, Mm. the big tall ones. Luckily, it didn't hit the house. Uh, It took out most of the fence, but it uh, it didn't. uh, Nobody was injured, and uh, it's just a pain in the butt is what it's going to be to cut it all up. Did you you cut it yourself? I started to. I started. It's going to be, you know, it's probably going to take me a week or two to finish it. A week or two? Yeah. Jeez. It's huge. This thing is, you get, I'll show you. Like, a, like a sequoia? I said a hemlock, a big, giant, tall pine tree, those big. No, I know. Yeah. Bigger than like, a sequoia. A, like a sequoia. It's not a giant redwood, and a sequoia is yeah, more of a cactus. I, that's what I mean. Yeah. The kind they dig uh, tunnels through the middle of the trunk. Uh, but it was just, it was because of all the rain. This tree was already on its way out, yeah. and then with all that rain, it kind of, all those roots just soak it up like a sponge, and then it just tips right over. And I wasn't home to hear it. It happened while I was here. Well, then you don't know if it made a sound. I don't know if it made a sound. He mm. made a sound as soon as he saw the tree in his backyard. I went, ah! And then there was a bird stuck in the pool. Right, I think the bird fell out of the uh, the, the tree as it was falling down. The bird. Fell out of the tree as it was falling down? Yeah. Doesn't their ability to fly 
uh, oftentimes prevent them from well, falling great depths. You think about this. You got a bird who's sleeping in his little nest there, <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden, uh, whoa, whoa! Yeah. Now, like I told you, Steve had posted these pictures last week. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I already knew about the bird. Yeah. Oh, and everybody's heard about the bird. A bird, bird, 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 bird. There you go. Uh, yeah, it was like, it was trying, I thought it was taking a bath. My situational awareness was like just totally out of whack because I, I pull in the driveway and I see this branch hanging over the hill in front of my house. And then I didn't realize until I walked into the backyard that it was more than just a branch. It was a giant, a giant tree, tree that took two other trees with it. Oh, man. Two smaller man. ones. And then uh, I hear this like smacking and I see this bird in the pool and I'm like, are you taking a bath? Like, what's going Biggest on? Biggest bird bath ever. And then I realized, oh, he's stuck. So I took that skimmer thing. And the I, net. And I yeah. put it in underneath him, and I laid, rested him down on the ground. And wow. he was there for about an hour, and then he flew away. Well, maybe someday, when you least expect it, that very bird will do you a favor. I hope so. To, uh, yeah, what is he going to do for me? I don't know. Maybe something. Like a carrier pit? Like, let's say the, the whole uh, yard gets flooded out, and I can't leave. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll come down and let you send out a note. Mm-hmm. Uh, two people were arrested Friday night in connection with a stolen vehicle in Ludlow. According to uh, police officers, were called to the Big Y in Ludlow around 4.30 p.m. Friday for a GPS location on a vehicle that had been reported stolen earlier in the day. Two people were inside the vehicle, 46-year-old Herbert Smith of Worcester and 34-year-old Rachel Keating, whose last known address was in Springfield. Following an investigation, both were placed under arrest. According to police, during the arrest, Smith made threats towards officers. He allegedly he spat at officers and urinated in the cell block. That's ah, oh, nice. someone's got to someone's yeah. got to clean that up. You're going to be known as Pee Pants Smith now at yeah. Ludlow. Yeah. Hey, Pee Pants, how was your weekend? I gotta believe there's plenty of guys in the tank with the same nickname. Hey, Pee Pants. Yeah, but it almost sounds like this guy did it. On purpose. Yeah, uh, yeah. in spite or anger. Not not because he was yeah. drunk and incapable of making it to the toilet. But the last thing you want is to have that guy share the cell with, uh, with Mudbutt Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Keating, pants. who was also wanted on an arrest warrant, was taken to Hamden County Women's Facility without bail. Both were awaiting arraignment in uh, Palmer District Court. The uh, Ludlow Fire Department was called to a house fire on Sunday afternoon on arrival, 86 Americo Street. Uh, crews saw heavy smoke coming from the first floor, eaves, and ridge vents of the home. The source of the smoke was a fire in the basement, which was quickly brought under control. There was smoke damage throughout the home, and four people were displaced, but no injuries were reported. The Red Cross is currently assisting those people. The residents uh, said the fire began from a clothes driver, dryer, and uh, this is the second fire in a week that Ludlow has had with a dryer fire. So they're reminding residents to clean their dryer vents regularly. Clean them. Yeah, you know what you can use that stuff for, the lint? Mm. I use it to start campfires. Oh, so yeah, you, that would work. I save it in a bag, and then, uh, and then it's like kindling. Hmm. It uh, works very well. Do you also clean your outdoor vent, too? You have to. you got to stick the, uh, the the brush thing exactly. there and clean it because everybody thinks it's only the vent in the dryer. It's the whole it's system. The whole, that, that whole conduit gets uh, gummed up with that stuff. I love, I love using it in the winter because uh, that's where I'll throw all the snow from the deck. And then, uh, you know, every time I dry a load of laundry, it, uh, it melts the snow. But do you clean out the traps? No, I don't bother with that. 
You have to clean out the trash. Nah, nah. Well, it also makes your dryer work more efficiently. Too. That's I've heard that too. I think that's an old wives' tale. No, no it? it's not. Uh, two people were injured after a car crashed into a Chinese restaurant on Boston Road in Springfield Friday night. Just after 8 p.m., fire officials and crews were called to China Garden on Boston Road for the crash. One person was taken to the hospital with injuries, and another was treated on site by first responders. A photo shared by the fire department shows the entrance of the restaurant destroyed with glass shattered and debris all over the place. I believe it's debris. Um, was that a takeout order? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 12 is ready. Okay, but it's cur- but it's curbside pickup. It's not a drive through yeah, window. Yeah, I know, but you can you can understand how some places get. It's uh, there's uh, drive through signs all over the uh, friendlies on Memorial Drive in Chicopee, all over the the building. I mean, three side at least three sides of the building has a big sign on it that says drive through, which is leading me to believe it's no longer a go inside and eat place. I, I, I don't, uh, I'm not sure. Well, Friendly hasn't be been a go inside and eat kind of place for me in almost 25 years. Well, it's, it's a go inside and wait and eventually eat place. <laughs> and eventually get your yeah. bill. And I, and, I, and I can't imagine as a drive-through, uh, you know, you got to make sure. It's like, uh, it's like going out in the wintertime. Check your, check your gas level. <laughs> Eating at uh, Friendly's is much like investing in the stock market, uh, where you you invest in getting a meal. It just takes seven years to get your return back. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, that's right. I suppose. But I don't know. I don't know if this is even a, a go inside, sit down place. Um, they. What's going on in, in uh, Westfield right now? Speaking of Friendlies, the uh, they're moving. They said the Friendlies will be relocated because they're putting a Starbucks and like a couple of other different things at that Mass Pike entrance there. Oh yeah, right. And I'm like relocated. Why don't you just? Nah, 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 nah. What? Yeah. Just close it down. Oh come on, Steve. Well, this pl- I mean, listen. There's loads of different places in Westfield you could put a Friendlies. Sure, but they do want to probably be right there. At the exit, you know they're probably thinking, you know that uh, that Starbucks just outside uh, the Ludlow Pike entrance mm. gets a good deal of business. Like that's a gold mine right there because people don't like driving on uh, on on a major highway unless they've got a six dollar coffee in their car. Well, and and the one in Westfield could probably be on the westbound side of the highway. So they can say, when you order your meal, they can say, okay, you can go to the Berkshires and then come back. It'll be ready. <laughs> go well, go to Tanglewood and uh, we'll have your stuff when you come back. They're giving you uh, they're giving you wait times. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, some, uh, some people take candles very seriously. They spend hours in the shop smelling dozens of candles. You ever go on a Yankee candle and just get overwhelmed by all the different smells? Yeah, and the, the, and the candles are smelly, too. Uh, and they're just hoping that something knocks them off their feet, but that's not what happened here. A, on Saturday afternoon, a man was wandering through a Bath and Body Works store in the Miami area mall where he, when he decided he was going to steal some candles. He started shoving them into his bag, and then when people around him noticed, he executed a fairly extreme getaway plan. He started spraying any, everyone in the face with bear mace. And, that like, everybody, police uh, said he sprayed about 35 people including the store manager and more than a dozen staff members. 
That's a that's a very well staffed location. Yeah, people who uh, you know all these places that don't have enough people to work. Right, a dozen people. Then he uh, he booked it out of the uh, out of the mall, hopped in a taxi, and drove off. At least one victim was hospitalized, but everyone should be okay. A police spokesperson said that when he's caught, he's looking at uh, several armed robbery and aggravated battery charges that could end up being thirty to thirty five felonies. True. They didn't say uh, which sense he got away with. Which sense? Sounds like he had no sense. Oh, I see what you did there. Spraying bear mace? This is S-C-E-N-T. Mm-hmm. Does Bath and Body Works have their own bear mace? I've never seen no, that in No, I think store. this guy brought his own. No, you got to get that at like a Joanne Fabrics or something. The bear mace. Uh, they... <laughs> hot topic. Hot topic. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say uh, Hobby Lobby, but yeah, whatever. You're a pioneer. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 712. And Bon Jovi on Rock 102. Uh, not a great day today. Clouds, chance of a storm, chance of a shower, rather. And a high of only 73. 67 now in downtown Springfield. He's been boning up for his Olympic events all week. Although he sounds like Coco Goff sitting over there right now. Yeah. It's Scott Cohen. How are you? Uh, good, guys. Um, welcome back from vacation, I guess, right? Same to you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what do you think of these uh, Olympics now? You got people testing positive. You know, it's um, it, it's a it, it's a just a, a recipe for disaster. There, you know, first of all, when you heard that there's uh, no no fans, mm-hmm. no fans, right? And so, you know, the opening ceremonies are always the big thing, and I guess it, they're this Friday. And you know, the thing about the open, I mean, it just it's like a microcosm of the whole thing. The best part of the opening ceremonies is basically you're introducing all the athletes and the countries to the fans and everything else 
they're having the opening ceremonies and there's no fans being allowed at any events. You know, uh, that's I that seems implausible to even have them at that point. I mean, I understand it's traditional and it's, you know, it, it's part of the pageantry of the whole thing. But the, but the but the reality of this entire fiasco is that the city of Tokyo spent about $26 billion to host this game, Yep, uh, host these games. It's already been delayed one year. The country of Japan is like less than 20% vaccinated. Toyota is now pulling out their advertising. I was just going to tell like you. That. And they're one of 15 major sponsors that are starting to scale back in the, in the 11th hour on this thing. It's like this thing is a financial... <laughs> Disa- Godzilla caused less Buddy, damage. Godzilla to doesn't. Tokyo. Godzilla doesn't even want to be part of the of no, the Olympics. God, Godzilla is even afraid. Positive. He tested positive. He's, yeah. he's afraid of the uh, the Delta variant. I mean, it's almost like the Olympics ha- has COVID for crying out loud. Well, the good thing is they're not going to be piping in crowd noise like yeah. uh, like the NFL did. But yeah, I, I mean, I've always felt uh, that there's a whole lot of changes that should be made with the Olympics, uh, but this one in particular. Yeah, I mean, I realize how much of a financial commitment has been made and how much will be lost by doing this. And more importantly, people like Coco Goff having their first opportunity at an Olympic medal. You know, it's one thing to test positive for Corona and not be allowed to go. But it's another thing if you've trained this long and nobody gets to go. It's very disappointing for for the athletes. I feel bad for them. Yeah, it's it's all timing. I mean... um yeah, you know, generations, you know, move along and come and go. And this generation, this is their Olympics. And it's it, they've just been, you know, bit in the ass by timing. And I think in many ways, you know, look at all the stuff that's happened um, and is continuing to happen even in, in, our, in regular sports, like, say, the Red Sox-Yankees series. Guys, you know, um, COVID-19, COVID is still very much with us. And sports is always like the microcosm of society. Right. The the Olympics are a disaster, and I think the um, an, another athlete tested positive in the Olympic Village. A um, two of them. Uh, two of them. South Africans. Two South Africans, and then a uh, a Czech player did as well overnight. And this is just the beginning. There's going to be more. And then and they had to cancel the Yankee Red Sox game on Friday because the, the Yankees had like six guys on COVID protocol right now. And this was going to be the first Olympics with skateboarding, finally. Oh, man. Uh, I waited my whole geez. life for Olympic skateboarding. Well, it's yep. another four years before you'll see that one again. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the uh, the Yankees-Red Sox series uh, for a moment. Now, I am, you know, I, I've, I've never... I've never said a disparaging word about the uh, the Yankees in my career. Of course but, not. But uh, their fans Buddy. over the week. Come on. I mean, you would never see that kind of disrespect at Fenway. No, but you know what? The, listen, y- the Yankee fans, w- and I, I grew up in, you know, in suburban New York City. Uh, grew up a Yankee fan. And so, I'm sorry? You heard what I said. I know. I'm just saying I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um even even for Yankee fans, this weekend was an all-time low. I mean, where where, oh. where do you want to start? Well, I would imagine that the Yankees would have signed that guy 
from the from the stands. Yeah. He's able to hit a player in the back. Well, yeah. it's he, like, except he's been banned for life. Yeah, he's no, been banned for anything of that contract. And that's another thing. How do you? How can you possibly ban someone for life? All he's got to do is go get a Groucho Marx. Uh, that's what you know, I, I said. That glasses and nose give, thing. Give that guy a Come fake on. mustache Come and some shoe lifts. He's back in he's there, and back no one in knows there the in difference. no time. Nobody knows the difference. Hey, listen, they they can keep people out of casinos with facial recognition. They can keep this guy out. But again, I'm surprised. I mean, how high up in the stands was this guy that he hit he, a player in the not, back? Not very far at oh, all. Not, just enough oh, to to oh. do it. But so um, Alex Verdugo gets a baseball thrown at him from the stands. Um, I guess on Saturday, right? Uh, 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 Jason Veritek's wife and children were spat on by someone. Was it that mystery spitter? It was <laughs> the one that got Keith Hernandez yeah, exactly. that time. Exactly. I loathe Keith Hernandez. I him. <laughs> and then someone in the stands had a uh, laser pointer and was giving. Uh, Red Sox players, yeah, which, which the business. sucks because George had such a great line. Yeah. And he, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the laser pointer screwed the whole thing oh, up. Oh Christ! No, you just you know, listen, you know, baseball tickets are expensive. I, I don't care where you're sitting; they're all overpriced. And if you bought them through a through a secondary uh, you know service, you know you paid with the with additional upcharges. To take a baseball and to plunk another player. Now you've seen it before, where like you know a, a home run will be hit, uh, sure, at, at, uh, at, at, from an, uh, a visiting player, and you throw it on the field. This guy plunked Verdugo. It's like, I, 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 what did he expect to have happen? He had to expect security is going to haul me out of this building faster than I can wave, you know, raise my hands in the air and say, hey, look what I just did. And where did he get the ball? Well, he, he could have he could have paid, you know, $25 for a Mickey Mantle, uh, you know, uh, autographed baseball. That's pretty stupid, too. It's yeah. totally Aside stupid. Aside from the price you paid for the ticket, you bought the ball so you could throw it at a guy? Well, but, even if he caught the ball on, a, a, like, a foul ball and just found his way over yeah. to, to throw it at him, I mean, that's... Thank God you got a guy like Verdugo who's so barrel chested and powerful yes. that you know baseballs bouncing young off his chest and back off like him. Superman with the, with bullets. Listen, if if we if if I know New York and you guys know New York the way we do, as soon as this guy is identified, he's never going to have to pay for a drink in the <laughs> five boroughs again. So it is going to be worth it. Did you see the the story where uh, and I I never ever will be able to say his last name. Uh, and the irony, by the way, before I even say his name, you know, plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. I just realized, so the Milwaukee Bucks play in the Pfizer Forum? No, mm-hmm. Fiserv. Oh. It's not oh, Pfizer. Oh, oh, it's not Pfizer. Pfizer. Oh, I, oh. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But this guy, Giannis. Giannis. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just like it sounds. <laughs> um, apparently, he takes so long at the free throw line I saw a video over the weekend of the crowd counting yep. the whole place. They were counting one. They made it from one to ten yep. before he that's, finally threw the ball. That's There's hilarious. another video here of a guy in the front row counting $100 bills <laughs> for each second that this guy <laughs> takes. And he's you know, he's well aware of it. He's not a very good free thrower, and, uh, and he doesn't get most of the shots, but he's... 
He's kind of playing to the crowd he's now. Pl- he's okay with that. And it works. And, uh, yeah. And it yeah. works. Phoenix was up two games to none in the series, and now Milwaukee's got the Yeah, one, 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 one more to more go. Tomorrow yeah. night. And then they showed uh, LeBron James at one of those games the other night, sitting in the stands with a bottle of tequila under his chair. <laughs> he was on, he's in the front row, so yeah. you could see the floor beneath him. Yeah. And well, he's got a bottle of tequila. John, haven't you, I, ever, haven't you ever heard of bottle service? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I've been to my share of Milwaukee Bucks games in my mm-hmm. lifetime. Uh, even if you bought a $25 bottle of tequila, that's still yeah. cheaper than buying some of the concession stands. And, no. it's, and it's still not a, it's still not enough to to uh, wear off the Milwaukee Buck uh, performances oh. that you knew when oh, you were over God, there. Oh, God, no. They were awful back then. He actually brought it himself. He, 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 he was, you know, obviously they don't probably check players yep. who come in <laughs> through VIP entrances. Uh, so yeah, he brought yeah, who, his own. Who do you think that is? Who do you think you are? LeBron the, the, James? I was gonna, I was gonna say. What do you think it's the New York Knicks? <laughs> yeah. You're taking Charles Oakley out of there? Um, I, 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 I don't know how much you saw about this story over the last couple of days. To me, it's just, it's the most ridiculous set of circumstances. Free agent cornerback Richard Sherman of the 49ers. Yes, uh, he is a free agent. He is looking for a new contract to continue his football career. Yep. And then all of a sudden, he's charged with two domestic violent counts, criminal trespass, uh, uh, malicious mischief in the third degree, along with resisting arrest, driving under the influence, and reckless endangerment of roadway workers. It's like... And note, doors. He's he's fighting fighting that one. one. But it's like, this is a guy who who is a good football player, but he has taken his life in a very short period of time and flushed it right down to the crapper. He's facing... Up to 90 days in jail and all, or maybe even up to a year in jail. And you know, uh, the thing about, so, so yes to all that. I I saw the, read the story, saw pictures of him in court. I guess he's, he's, and it's, it was all domestic. Um, and he's extremely remorseful as they all are as they all are but you know listen, if you, if you do a little research on Richard Sherman, you know, this is not. This is not a guy from the criminal element. This is a guy who is a Stanford grad. He's a smart dude. He's very thoughtful. Um, so, you know, I don't know what's going on, but again, timing is everything. Have the contract signed before you get yourself involved well, with the long arm of the law. Even with the contract signed. You know, the NFL's domestic violence policy also suggests yeah. that there's a long extended suspension yeah. coming, too. It could be. Could be. And who is it? There was another player over the weekend where he was the victim of domestic oh, violence um, from his wife. Yeah. His, uh, um, Yes, I yeah. I can't remember I who that was. was. Like, and, and, and and they and they were in Vegas that to re, to renew their wedding vows. And then she and I I guess okay. I guess he I guess he and his boys went to the club yeah. and did not let her know. And then she punched uh, him out. So should I return this blender or yeah. not? <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing in a situation hey, like uh, that. Colin Morikawa won uh, the British Open um, yesterday. Yes. Mm. Um, the PGA, he's got he's got two major titles now. He's twenty. He's not even twenty five years old. Twenty four. Uh, first British Open ever. First PGA ever. He goes out and he wins. Um, if if you wa- if you play golf and you watched any of the uh, event yesterday, um, NBC did did a really good job uh, capturing the conversations between caddy and player. You know, listening listening to he and his caddy, and it, it goes on with all of them. 
to listen to their conversations and to to see how precise those guys, you know, really do play the game. Um, it, it's just absolutely amazing. And this guy could be uh, the next Tiger Woods. Um, he has he has seems to have the game. I mean, there's a long way between here and there, but he's like the new big bright star right now. The only issue with him is that he's boring as sin. Well, hopefully um, he's a better driver. Well, yeah. <laughs> Depends what tee box he's yeah, on. Exactly. Well, let him get married and go through that, yeah, and right. we'll see what a good driver he is. But no, uh, absolutely brilliant, and he's going to represent the United States um, in the in the Olympics. Very good. Scott, good seeing you. Good talk, seeing you guys, too. Talk to you next week. Yep, welcome back. All right, Scott Cohen at 725 on Rock 102. 28 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. Oh, boy. Now a... Um a female on the U.S. gymnastics team. A member of the uh, U.S. gymnastics team tested positive today for coronavirus. Uh, the gymnast who authorities had not pu- publicly identified tested positive while training for the games. She's between the ages of 10 and 19. The Today Show was just showing the roster of the team, and there are two women who are 18 and 19 years old. So you can kind of, you know, by process of elimination, figure it might be one of them. After arriving in Japan on Thursday, they stayed in their travel accommodations and practiced in venues, but did not spend any time out in the city. Another team member who's been identified as a close contact of that gymnast has been placed on standby. This is... This is not going to go well. No, the, the the whole thing is set up to be a disaster, and and the people of Japan don't want it. No, I mean, even even the, the 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 gross financial loss that the city of Tokyo will take as a result of this, no matter what, they're losing money no matter what. Mm-hmm. Even at the at the cost of losing billions of dollars, the people themselves, the taxpayers, are saying, "Listen, we're we are not only." going to lose this money we're putting ourselves at risk by having tens of thousands of people here just to compete and then putting them at risk and then maybe having some sort of liability against us there's no there's just it's simply not worth doing i I just think you know between the two south africans who have also not been identified and now uh, a member of the u.s gymnastics team if you had even three players who tested positive in a u.s major u.s sport I'm 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 thinking that that sport would probably be shut down for at least a couple of weeks, you know, and and that's how long the Olympics last. So uh, it's probably only going to get worse. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Downtown Springfield Cruise Nights are back this summer at its new location, the Basketball Hall of Fame, sponsored by Springfield Electric. Come check out cool classic cars every Monday night, beginning at 4.30. We're taking it back to the roots, wholehearted, wholesome fun for those who enjoy simpler times. Enjoy classic music, classic cars, and stick around for a bite to eat the many restaurants on the riverfront. Participation is free and free to the public to enjoy. Visit SpringfieldDowntown.com for more information. That's SpringfieldDowntown.com. The new Dunkin' Electro Brew combines electrolytes with cold brew coffee to give you that feel-good boost of your day. And I know 
guys like us could use a feel-good boost from time to time. Oh, hell yeah. Made by infusing ultra-smooth cold brew with coconut water, Electro Brew has a burst of electric lights, electrolytes with a subtly sweet taste and no added sugar, and one day I will be able to pronounce that word. It is the, which one? Electrolytes. Electrolytes. Or subtly. Not electric lights. Gotcha. It's the uh, delicious way to electrolyte up your life. Oh, it's a very clever line by the folks of Duncan. Electrolyte Light my, my life. life. Maximize your day with the new Duncan Electro Brew. America runs on Duncan. Price participation may vary. It's a limited time offer. It's a new day, and it's coming at you fast. It could be the day your workforce doubles or the day your visitors quadruple. With Comcast Business, you'll have what you need to take on every twist and turn, like the flexibility to control multiple Wi-Fi networks from anywhere and the power of the nation's largest gig speed network, the one that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Every day in business is a big day. We'll keep you ready for what's next. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Get a powerful and reliable internet solution starting at just $69.99 a month for 24 months with a three-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com today to learn more about this offer. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business 100 megabits per second customers only. Early termination fee applies. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. Wi-Fi Pro Extra. To those who step up to work the sunrise shift, power through the double shifts, or conquer the overnighters, McDonald's wants to serve you a tasty breakfast at a great price. Pick two for $2. Choose between a sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or any size premium roast coffee. Or enjoy two sausage McMuffin with egg sandwiches for $4. McDonald's, no matter the shift, we're happy to serve you. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. I wasn't able to sleep in my own bed. Because of my wife's struggles with CPAP, I had to move out. Out to the couch, out to the recliner, out to my son's bunk bed. That is, until she started using Inspire, a sleep apnea treatment that works inside her body with just the click of a remote. Get back to sleeping in your own bed with Inspire. No mask, no hose, just sleep. To learn more, visit InspireSleep.com. Inspire, sleep apnea innovation. Inspire is not for everyone. Talk to your doctor to see if it's right for you and review important safety information at InspireSleep.com. 734 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month received $1,500 off installation with no money down, no payment, and no interest for a full year. Visit YankeeHomeImprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Oh, hold on. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Yeah. How about now? Oh, jeez. Oh, now? Hold on a second. He was here an hour ago. Yeah, th- okay, there we go. Uh, oh, there we go. There it is. Well, good morning. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Terrific. Welcome back. Hey, thank you. I was gone for, you know, an hour. No, I mean, no, I meant oh. for us uh, <laughs> welcoming back from vacation. Oh, welcome back from vacation. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Steve. The uh, National Weather Service in Boston has issued a river flood warning for Hamden and Hampshire counties due to the heavy rain and advises those living and working near flood-prone rivers and streams to take precautions. Low-lying roads should be avoided. The warning will continue until 2 p.m. this afternoon. At 6.30 uh, this morning, the Westfield River was at 13.4 feet, approximately half a foot over flood stage. During the overnight hours, the river level rose to 13.8 feet but has since dropped. 
Minor flooding has been reported in the Frog Hollow area of Westfield, and more is expected as the day wears on. You know, I always kind of uh, judge, uh, like, the flood situation when you drive past, like, Heritage Pond here in East Long Meadow, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, like, the park benches are in the middle of the pond. Yeah. To me, that's a pretty good indication that we've gotten too much rain. Or someone dug up the benches and moved them. No, no, that that is not what happens. It's that the water has crested its banks. Now, are those uh, those hollow frogs out there, Steve? Yeah. Uh, are, are they the chocolate ones? Yeah, I believe they are. Because yeah. I always I always hated when my uh, my mother would get the hollow uh, bunnies or, mm. or the hollow Santa. Yeah, they're not solid milk chocolate. Yeah. They're just uh, they're hollow. Yeah, that's that's a that's a ripoff. Yeah, that leaves me with a hollow feeling inside. Mm-hmm. I know I'm getting jerked all around because there's not enough chocolate. But there was uh, there was damage all over Western Massachusetts. Uh, you had up in Miller's Falls. You have a sinkhole that opened up. You had De Palmer. You had the roadway washed away as well as a, a road in Belchertown. Route 20, which uh, thank- thankfully isn't a heavily traveled road. No, far. thank God. No, no, was, uh, was closed for some time yesterday. I'm in not in what sure. town? In Palmer. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, you also had the Brimfield Fair uh, this weekend, which I'm sure was a mud event. Yeah, but a lot of those antiques got washed as a result of it. Mm, yeah, a lot of those people did too. Hey, is this brand new? It looks so shiny. How do you get it so clean? No, oh, this we... is the Brimfield uh, Antique Fair. There's nothing new here. <laughs> a uh, state of emergency remains in effect in the town of Orange. The uh, declaration was made uh, early yesterday morning after heavy rains overnight Saturday caused streams and brooks to overflow, forcing a number of road closures. Some roads, like Royalston and Millyard Road, have been have reopened, but town and state officials are continuing to monitor the situation, especially as it relates to a number of dams in the area. More rain is expected during the week, which could cause additional flooding problems in Orange and other communities. Just don't let the water get into Athol. That's where you don't want it. Yeah, no, actually, the, see, the, that's a, it's like a giant bidet up there. I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking you get, about Athol. You get, you get water uh, in Athol, and it's a, it's a bidet. I had uh, I had uh, family uh, staying with me over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And we we're sitting out on the uh, your family, yeah, my family, and mm-hmm. uh, staying out on the uh, the front porch. <laughs> yeah, which is with some random family off yeah, the street. Hey, you look like a family. <laughs> Come hey. on inside. Yeah. It's it's the Smiths from down the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so we're sitting out on the uh, the front porch and just you know kind of watching the rain just flood my front yard. And uh, and all of a sudden, like you could see on the radar, like the thing, the the, the thunderstorms coming through, mm-hmm. and we were already planning on picking up, but we didn't even have time because it happened so very quickly that the wind just picked mm. up and blew chairs over and things like that, and it was kind of scary because I'm like, I hope this isn't one of those microburst thingies. Oh yeah, yep. Especially now that I have one tree down the yard, I don't need several more, Mm-mm. which is probably going to happen. This is it's tiring. This is tiring. I, I don't I don't understand why we seem to be in this pattern, and and it just keeps churning day after day after day. It is uh, it is kind of depressing. It's you know taking a toll on your mental state. There. Of course it is. Absolutely. But come on, we need the rain. Last not... last year we, we were so dry. Yeah. We didn't have any rain. That was a year ago. Yeah, but that's called a red flag warning. Now it's the white flag out of, out of uh, you know, we want to surrender. I mean, I, I don't know. Somebody told me over the weekend that they actually bought corn uh, on the cob in Hadley over the weekend. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I know they 
plant that stuff in a staggered fashion, but I didn't know that any of it was planted early enough for it to be ready now. But with all this rain, I mean, I wonder how that's going to affect uh, the rest of the crop or well, the rest of the summer. I uh, I I bought uh, corn the other day, yesterday, in fact, and you know, I always I always check each cob to make sure that they're okay. You know, like peel a little bit back, and if the the tip of the of the cob looks good, I'll get it. It took me like uh, fifteen minutes to find just four decent ears. Oh. Because, you know, the weather is, is causing problems with the crops. Is it the weather? or I mean, I didn't realize any corn on the cob was ready this early. Uh, I thought it was knee high by the 4th of July was the, uh, was the old Yeah, this, know, is, I mean, this is kind of the beginning of when corn uh, becomes ready. Like, you know, hmm. mid-July, late July, then it starts to get really good. But, it, but as of right now, nothing's been terrific because it hasn't been easy to grow yeah. much of anything because of the amount of rain. A uh, driver who swerved to avoid a squirrel in the road crashed into a Massachusetts home that was built in 1650 by an ancestor of Abraham Lincoln, police said Thursday. Neither the driver nor the occupants of the Hingham home known as the Samuel Lincoln House were injured in the crash. That what about the him. squirrel? The squirrel's dead. The squirrel is dead? The I thought he, he swerved to avoid it. He hit the house and the squirrel is dead? Yeah. Then he didn't swerve to avoid it. No, I'm, I don't know what the squirrel is. Oh, well, I'm just stop make, it. Well, I'm making things up. Well, now. Don't, don't make up things about news, squirrels. This is a, news, it's a newscast. You're not supposed yeah. to make stuff up. You're not a fox. <laughs> what do you think you are? One America News? This is entertainment. We embellish things. This is how we get through the day. By the way, speaking of like Fox and One America News, did I, did I tell you about the banner I saw on a house in Palmer? Uh, which one? It said. Uh, it said, Trump, JFK Jr., 2024. Oh, yeah, right. You did mention that. I did mention that? Okay. I just, I, I keep amazing myself with the ridiculousness of it, so I forgot if I said anything. Well, do you, you know why that is, right? Yeah, because they think that Trump and JFK Jr. are going to run his running mates together in 2024. Because they believe that JFK mm -hmm. Jr. didn't die in that plane crash right. years ago. And he's been doing absolutely nothing since. Well, he was waiting to become vice president of the United States. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, oh, my God. I can't believe you can't put the two and two together, John. Yeah, what yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, anyway, the SUV was headed east when the 19-year-old driver swerved and drove right off the side of the road, over the sidewalk, and into the living room. I just I like how they, they're like, an ancestor of Abraham Lincoln built this. Well, it wasn't Abraham Lincoln who built it. Right. That would be a completely different story. Who cares about the ancestor who lived 150 years before Abraham Lincoln was president uh, to do this. I'm not so sure I care about any of the Lincoln family that was uh, around after him. I don't I'm, still, I'm still hoping Trump-Lincoln 2024. You know, that, that could be a possibility. Yeah. He never really got shot. No, he didn't. And, he re and whatever happened to him, he recovered. And they cryogenically froze him back. Uh, Cryogenically. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they... Uh, <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night, John. You want to pronounce it that way? You pronounce it that way. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been frozen, and uh, they're going to unfreeze him soon. Oh, thank God. Mm -hmm. uh, I was looking at something here that I was going to read uh, The to news? Well, yeah, I was going to read the, the news to you. Did you see the, the four people who died at this festival yeah. out in, uh, in Michigan? Mm-hmm. Can carbon you, monoxide? Carbon monoxide. Well, they're suspecting three people died of carbon monoxide. I'm not sure where the fourth one uh, 
came from. Um, but it was this it's this country music festival called the Fast Michigan Fast Horses, mm-hmm. right? They had these guys in a camper. Somebody called the police that knew them because they hadn't heard from them, and they find them all passed out in this camper because there was a generator right next to the camper that was putting out fumes to make them go to sleep, if you will. They weren't using the fumes to fall asleep. I mean, this is a like Woodstock. This is a multi-day festival, so people go there and spend the weekend and camp and... And stuff like that, but um, yeah, that's that sucks. Yeah. Especially if you're paid for the whole weekend. Three men likely succumbed to carbon monoxide exposure inside a travel trailer. Uh, two more men were in critical condition at a hospital from the same exposure. A uh, concerned friend called 911 around 1:30 p.m. when he had not heard from them during the Faster Horses Festival at the Michigan International Speed Speedway. They were staying in a campground outside the festival in the Woodstock Township. Jesus. The uh, tragic incident is being investigated as a suspected carbon monoxide exposure from a generator located very near the travel trailer. But no word on the fourth death? No. That's weird. Well, it could be like heat exhaustion or something. But yeah. Can you imagine that's the you die at a country yeah. music festival? Well, can you imagine being at a country music festival? I mean, they're... they're if you put me at a country music festival, I want to be put out of my misery, but not that way. Oh, no, absolutely that way. Quietly in your sleep, instead of like my grandfather kicking and screaming and trying to smash the windows open on the car. <laughs> uh, last month, there was a story about two women who discovered they were dating the same man. Do you remember this? And they, uh, they dumped him. Yeah. And then they went on a trip to Turkey together. But this trumps that. Back in December, a 21-year-old woman in Boise, Idaho, named uh, Morgan Tabor, uh, discovered that her 20-year-old boyfriend of several years was also dating six other women. Six? Gosh. Other women? She found them on social media, and they connected on FaceTime. The women dumped the guy and all got together at one of their houses to share stories. The guy had told all of them that his dream was to get a VW bus and travel the country. And that's when they hatched a brilliant plan. With, with all the, he wanted to travel the country with them, each one of them individually. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh. Not, not together. Oh, okay, but they pitched in some money to buy an old school bus, renovated it to the point where it included bunk beds and a rooftop deck. And the three of the women went on a summer-long cross-country road trip. Oh, the Washington Post has reached out to the ex, but not surprisingly, he didn't want to talk about it. But hey, man, why oh, not? Man. How it's, can you juggle seven of I, them? I have no idea. This is like the Bang Bus. Yeah, oh, yeah, except it's the same driver. <laughs> and I don't think you want to have you do multiple stops in the bus. Yeah, I just oh man, how do you how do you keep your stories straight? The cross country excursion. Hey, shouldn't country have an O in it? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> My guess is that this guy is operating on the same story and has. I mean, if you're doing it seven times, you have to think. He's got this down pretty well packed. He's 20 years old. I know. It, it seems implausible. I'm just saying. Well, at least by being 20, you don't have a lot of story to tell. True. That is a lot of chicks to be trying to balance at one time. Am I crazy or is that a lot of chicks? That's a lot of chicks. He, uh, he, I think you would have a hard enough time with two. Yeah. Yeah. Three tops. Well, where were you Friday night? I was with uh, my friend Bob. I was sleeping. 
Yeah, that's that's too much balance. That's yeah. too much of a balancing act. No. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is, uh, it's going to suck. It's going to be rain showers for most of the day in a high of 73. There is a flood warning in effect until 2.30 p.m. for western Massachusetts. Uh, tomorrow is going to be hot, hazy, and humid with a high of 90. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. You know, with all this rain we've been having lately. To Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 755 and Cheap Trick. On Rock 102. Uh, not so great today. Cloudy. Excuse me. Chance of showers. A little cool, too. A high uh, only 73. But tomorrow, back to the humid stuff. Um, sunshine and 88. It is 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 wants to boost your bank account this July with Rock 102 Summer Stimulus. Brilled to you by uh, Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Listen every weekday through July 30th. We're going to give away the day's keyword of the day. You go to rock102.com. You enter the keyword for your chance to win the daily national prize of $1,000. It's Rock 102 Summer Stimulus, built by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. You can visit them at DaveMinerRoofing.com. It's part of the Classic Rock Summer here on Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Today's keyword, John, is hazy. 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 Like uh, the weather. Hazy, hot, and humid. Exactly. H-A-Z-Y. Hazy. Good luck to you. Uh, boy, I gotta tell you, if I, uh, if I, pl- if I buy a plane ticket and I, uh, I can't make the flight, uh, usually I'll take the credit and thank God most of these airlines oh, allow you, you to. Why don't you take the, uh, the flight insurance and then cancel it right yeah, before you yeah, need it? Yeah, 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 I could do that too. And, uh, and, and basically you can, you can use it later. Um, I don't remember if it was 25 or $28 million that, uh, somebody, had bid at auction to go up on the uh, the Jeff Bezos uh, rocket, which is going up this week. Uh-huh. They backed out. Now, I don't know if they get their money back. I don't know if they're getting a credit for a future flight. They are. They did instead choose an 18-year-old. He's going to be the youngest person ever. Uh, to go to outer space, you just along a, with the oldest person ever. Couldn't you just get an Amazon gift card and call it even? Uh, you'd think so, but uh, it's like, imagine, I mean, you have $25 million to spend. I heard it was a scheduling error. What, what kind of what plans did you make that you chose to keep those plans over the twenty-five or twenty-eight million dollar purchase to go to outer space. The only thing I can think of, mm. jury duty. Uh, I mean, like the only thing where someone would say, "Nope, nope, I'm afraid you're going to have to show up." Well, that that would be that would be true if it were not your choice. You know, where they would say, "No, you can't get out of jury duty." Well, but I just spent twenty-five million dollars. I'm going yeah, to outer but, space. But you know, Sorry. Like, like sometimes you can uh, you can postpone it. Yeah, and maybe now this is falling like the postponed date falls on the very day you're supposed to go up on a rocket yeah. with Jeff Bezos. I just I, I can't I can't imagine having to make that phone call. Yeah, Jeff, I it's uh, it's it's the guy who paid twenty five million to go to outer space with you. Uh, listen, I got a I got a meeting that morning. Mm, I can't I, get out of it. Can I get a refund? Can't I can't. No, I mean I still want to go. I'd like to go the next time. Uh, you know, if I can go the next time, uh, if there is next time, 
It's assuming that you, the 18-year-old, and the old lady don't blow up on the first try. Yeah, if that happens, but, then you can keep your money. But yeah, I, I yeah. would like to arrange some sort of refund, nevertheless. What's the, what? What is it? Uh, family obligation. Family reason. See, I think even a family obligation you could probably get out of if this is your excuse. Oh, yeah. You know, with, uh, with jury duty, you're limited, uh, one, by time and one by the excuse you're using. On the other hand, I understand that uh, Krista McAuliffe missed in a hell of a right. family yeah, reunion that weekend. That is a terrible thing to say. 7.59, a rock. Good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, whenever you attend a professional sporting event, you are often bound by a code of conduct set forth by either the team itself or by the home stadium. These security protocols encompass everything from inappropriate behavior like starting fistfights or throwing stuff on the field of play. Now, back in my day, the only thing we threw onto the field were insults and occasional profanities. Today... We're worried about fans throwing baseballs at innocent Boston Red Sox players. And that, my friends, is where I draw the line. As many of you know, Red Sox left fielder Alex Verdugo was hit by a baseball that was chucked onto the field by some mouth-breathing idiot in the stands. A Yankee fan who just couldn't come to grips with the idea that Red Sox outfielders are not there for target practice. They are there to play baseball. The very game for which you have paid top dollar to see, using, I assume, your very own money. And yet, rather than watch the game like a sophisticated man about town, you decided to act like a knuckle dragon Neanderthal who thought it was within your right to try to bring the guy with a baseball. You might recall that Alex Cora pulled the rest of the team off the field, although briefly, nevertheless, this sort of fan interference and unsportsmanlike behavior doesn't fly in today's tender society, and because of which, he is such a stud, uh, Alex Verdugo is too physically powerful to have sustained any serious injury. Thank goodness for that. Nevertheless, yesterday the New York Yankees and Major League Baseball announced that the fan that threw the ball at Alex Verdugo has been given a lifetime ban, not just from the games at Yankee Stadium. He's been banned from games all over Major League Baseball for the rest of his life. That's potentially a very long time, and all because he thought... It would be hilarious to peg a guy with a baseball. Well, that sort of schoolyard garbage is not hilarious. It's downright dangerous. On the other hand, a lifetime ban would also result in me saving a few bucks. And if I really wanted to get into a game, it might have a hard time identifying me if I, say, wore a fake mustache or had shoe lifts. Of course, if I simply behaved like an adult, I wouldn't have to buy fake mustaches or shoe lifts, and I think that's something to keep in mind. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Traeger Wood Fire Grills from Rockies. Yeah, you boast about bacon cookies, but it also grills stuff too, like pork butt, or you could roast a chicken. Get a Traeger Wood Fire Grill available right now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Well, to Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812 and Aerosmith on Rock 102. Uh, cloudy chance of showers today and uh, cooler, too. High of only about 73 degrees. But tomorrow, back to the back to the oven. Uh, actually, not the oven. The oven's a dry heat. Back to the sauna. Uh, high of 88 and muggy. It is 67 right now in downtown Springfield. So, you know, uh, aside from... What you refer to or hear referred to as deep fakes, um, whether they be videos or uh, facts that aren't really facts. I saw kind of an interesting story over the weekend. And, you know, I suppose there are certain rules 
that if you are going to be a documentary filmmaker, mm-hmm. you are supposed to abide by, whether they're written or unwritten or spoken or just known. So there's this story that came out over the weekend about this documentary of Anthony Bourdain. Uh, he was the, the chef who uh, committed suicide, I think, a few couple of years ago. And uh, it's called Roadrunner. The movie appeared in cinemas Friday and mostly features real footage of the beloved celebrity chef who died in 2018. But the director took a snippet of dialogue and used artificial intelligence technology. And and what this stuff can do is if you feed it enough audio from somebody, it will be able to fix and transform your diction, your pronunciations, your pace to make it sound like it's something you're actually saying with your voice, even though it's not the words you spoke in that order. Um, the director used the entire, it renews a debate about the future of voice cloning technology, not just in the entertainment world, but in politics and a fast growing commercial sector dedicated to transforming text into realistic sounding human speech. Unapproved voice cloning is a slippery slope. Said one person, as soon as you get into a world where you're making subjective judgment calls about whether specific cases can be ethical it won't be long before anything goes. Um, before this week, most of the public controversy around such technology focused on the creation of hard-to-detect deep fakes using simulated audio or video. But again, this is using, using his actual voice to say words he didn't actually speak <clears throat> in that particular sentence. Now, obviously, the, the, the slippery slope, as I see it, is with technology always improving you take something like this and then let's say yourself you give yourself another uh, 18 months to two years for that technology to improve Mm -hmm. to the point where it's so seamless you can't tell what's real or what's not in the wrong hands and in the wrong misguided hands you could see where this could affect things like politics or news stories or you know any number of things in which you as a consumer place your trust that you're getting accurate information or at least believable uh, information when in fact just because it looks like someone is telling you something doesn't mean they had anything to do with it, which to me is really dangerous stuff. Sure is. You know, your your First Amendment rights, you know, are 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 very important to Americans, maybe more so than a lot of our other uh, things in the Constitution, but to be able to manipulate that speech to such a degree where it's impossible to tell what is true or fiction, that's real dangerous. Tech giants like Microsoft, Google, and Amazon have dominated the text-to-speak re- research. There's that now also a number of startups that are offering voice cloning software. The, the uses range from talking customer service chatbots to video games, to podcasting. Many of these voice cloning companies prominently feature an ethics policy on their website 
that explains the terms of their use. Of nearly a dozen firms contacted, many said they didn't recreate Bourdain's voice and wouldn't have if asked. And and the documentarian actually claims that he also had the widow's permission. She says no. Uh, I, I never I never would have given permission for something like that. Rare occasions. Because <laughs> it would have stood for everything that Anthony Bourdain was against. Well, but the thing of it was, and I'm trying to find it in this article, it, I, I believe it was an email that Anthony Bourdain wrote, and they were simply putting his voice to the email. So they, they were his written words, and they manipulated his voice to make it sound like he was speaking yeah, those words. But there's, but I'm gonna, and I, I haven't seen the documentary, so it's hard for me to know this for sure. In any point during this documentary or the reading of this email, did it say on screen that this was a simulated voice? So. No, I don't believe. I mean, I, I think I, I, to be honest, I think that's something that should be considered because, you know, you're, if this is a private correspondence between whether it's Anthony Bourdain or anybody else for that matter, between two people, and you're going to use technology to make it come alive like this to me there is something there's something very dangerous about being allowed to do this because if you allow this to happen without some level of disclaimer then you're basically saying hey this technology could be used for anything well without without any kind of uh consideration you know in movie in tv shows and movies oftentimes you will have uh, a character who writes a letter, let's say, to someone else. And then when that someone else is reading it, you're hearing it being spoken by the author character. Sure. And obviously it's fiction. But so then it, it this crosses a line because it's a documentary. If the email is gotten through proper means and, and the documentarian has permission to have the email the thoughts and words that were written by the subject are authentic. The use of artificial intelligence to then manipulate the voice to make it sound like they're saying the very words that they wrote is an even thinner line in my, well, in my it, mind. It's, it's a thin line, but no permissions were given to either, A, read the letter, or then, two, to use the voice. We don't know about reading the letter part. I think the letter part well, was just, actually allowed. Maybe, but it's just it, it's just an example. Yeah. I mean, because you can basically say, well, any number of these types of things are, are possible. I mean, you could write complete fiction and have it in somebody else's voice and say, oh, no, no, he wrote that. Well, and you don't, and 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 thing is, the the more the technology improves, the harder it is to prove that it's not the person who uh, you're claiming wrote something. It's just I mean, it's, it's, a, it's scary. a form. It's to me, it's a form of of plagiarism in a way, uh, because you're using it with almost like a either without per, I didn't see permission is a really it's a it's a it's a tough definition either without permission or without consent to either use the voice or use the words eh, I mean you even, run into that problem even if the widow said she was okay with this idea again you know you don't want uh Lester Holt or David Muir or whoever's on CBS uh having their voice manipulated to tell us that 
you know, the, Russia just fired a, an ICBM towards us, and it's going to be here in 20 minutes. I mean, we put up with enough of that kind of crap for the last four years when it wasn't real. Uh, but to actually take a voice and manipulate, just to have that ability, you know, th- there comes a point where the ability to do something and the uh, the ability to create something and the ability to use it somewhere in in the middle of that process, it needs to be stopped. You know, Jenny and I, uh, a few weeks ago, finished watching uh, The Sopranos all over again. You remember when uh, Tony Soprano's mother, uh, Olivia, had died? Mm-hmm. Nancy Marshan, the, the yeah. actress that played the role, she had died. And what? And there were a couple of scenes that they needed to recreate for the following season. And what they did was, they used, I don't want to say it's a holographic uh, recreation, but they basically created uh uh nancy marchand in this role Mm -hmm. and at the time if you remember there were a lot of people who were complaining you know is that really ethical to do i mean here's a woman who's died but yet you're still using her image and words that she had spoken she's still getting paid oh i would assume her estate is getting paid for the role but probably for the sag rules but there were a lot of people that that were saying you know is is this ethical to do and, you know, in hindsight, it didn't look real enough to say uh, that it was well done. But, but again, now it was that a drama. Take, well, it was fictional. But that's irrelevant. I mean, all this stuff could be fictional. But uh, are, are you using it in an ethical fashion? I mean, just because the technology exists doesn't mean it's being used for the right purposes. Right. I mean, all of these advancements you know, are helping other people in different aspects of life and doing it in an ethical and positive way. But when you're talking about potentially taking someone's name or likeness or their words or their inflections and then using it for your purposes, not theirs, well, that's not right. You know, Nancy Marchand was no spring chicken. Uh, you wonder whether or not it might have been written into the contract that said in the event of your death during filming or between seasons, we are allowed to use, you know, whatever kind of wording you would put that in. I think it is relevant, the difference between a fictional character even played by a live or no longer living actor versus a documentary. I I think it all depends on the purpose in which that technology is used. Because, again, uh, if you're playing a dramatic role and it's it's the writer's words, then that's one thing. If you're taking someone who is a public figure and adding your own words... That's something different. How many times did they have Big Pussy back on the show even after Big Pussy had been killed? Yeah, but the actor was still alive. Was he? Yes. He's still alive, in fact. It's 824 on Rock 102. Team USA. With Bax and O'Brien on Rock 102. By the way, if you missed any part of the Today Show, check out the Bax and O'Brien Daily Podcast. We post it up uh, just before 10 o'clock. Uh, you could check out uh, all the things you missed. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast with my guest this week. Andy Summers from The Police, available all on BaxOBrien.com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm watching the Today Show right now. I'm talking about today's Bax and O'Brien show. Oh, today's show. I don't care about the the Uh, Today Show in the least. uh, Please, not in the least. So, um, Unless uh, Natalie Morales is going to be doing more things, uh, I don't care. So I got the vaccine when I was able to as soon as i was able to and uh i came back to the studio when i was convinced that 
everyone around me, the people that I would be spending the most amount of time closest to, had already been vaccinated. Um, that that was that was my decision, or uh, with the help of my doctors to decide. So uh, I feel pretty safe. Um, are you being insensitive? You're watching the news now, and they're talking about there is a pandemic going on of the unvaccinated and numbers are up in all 50 states, numbers of positive tests, numbers of hospitalizations, numbers of, uh, of, uh, deaths. And is it insensitive to say that you don't feel as bad for the people who chose to not get the vaccination? You know, I, people have chosen to not get the vaccination for any number of reasons. And, you know, it's not my job to be critical of them. My job is to make sure that, that I'm protected, my family's protected, the people I care about are protected. Now that's, and then I can go and, 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 and do things for myself, including come to work every day. I'm not responsible for the medical decisions of everybody else and what they decide. And again, there's lots of reasons for people to not have gotten the vaccine. Uh, I think it's unfortunate that you're seeing so many people now suffer the consequences of making that decision rightfully or or, or wrongly. But, you know, am I going to be critical of somebody? If, if they wind up getting it, am I going to sit there and say, ha ha, I told you so? No, I'm not, because I wouldn't wish that disease on anybody. Well, I, you know, I thought I've heard, and, and uh, I don't think I'm wrong on this, that in some occasions, some rare occasions, people who have been vaccinated have gotten this from people who were not. So if, if that means, if, if it's true that the vaccinated are in danger of any kind from the unvaccinated, then I have a lot less sympathy. But aren't they saying that those cases are mostly because of people who have pre-existing conditions, vaccinated or not? Well, that's my... They're already exposed. They're already in danger. Well, that's kind of my point. You know, I mean, I'm I'm vaccinated. I've got pre-existing conditions. I go places now where there are people. You know, and, and, and we're not masked in, in some places, California, a good example right now, they are co- going back to masking again. I go into, a, I go to a place like Sonny's. I don't know who's vaccinated, who's not. Nobody's wearing a mask. So I, I don't know. Well, you know uh, so I'm in Rhode Island last week and there's loads of people who are not wearing their masks, but a good number of people who still are. And I know there are some people out there that get all bent out of shape for those who are still wearing their masks. Like, well, how, you know, you, you know, why didn't you get to, why didn't you get vaccinated? You know, like, listen, listen, I, I can't step into someone's shoes on this one. I can only focus on myself and the people I care about. How you behave is your own business. But if you wind up getting sick, I'm not going to be the one to stand there and be critical of you. You've made that decision. Yeah, but you say that they're the ones, if you're the one who makes that choice, but if you're the one standing next to them unknowingly, yep. then it is your concern. Of course it as is. As to whether somebody else got it. Of course it is. But I've done what I can to protect myself mm. by getting the vaccine. I have at least a little bit more confidence walking around and doing the things I would normally do 
having gotten both uh, Modernas. Yeah, I, I, am I a hundred percent in the clear? No, I don't think I'm a hundred percent in the clear, but I'm better than most. You know, and and I gotta hope that uh, that that doesn't happen. But you know, listen, I mean, get the vaccine. Go ahead and and get it done. I mean, I I, I know there are some people who are afraid of it. Some people who are 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 are, uh, are fearful of it. But it's the only thing we've got, and that's saying something. Yeah, and if you're not sure, try and look into the places that you get your information from to make sure that the places you get it from are telling you the truth. It's eight thirty three. News is next to Rock one hundred two. Six thirty six with Bax and O'Brien. Uh, That's what I meant to say. Eight thirty six with Bax and O'Brien. Rock one hundred two. It's time for news. Brought to you by Serve You Locksmith. They got a key for that. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. How high's the water, Mama? Two feet high and rising. How high's the water, Papa? She said it's two feet high and rising. But we can make it to the road in a homemade boat Cause that's the only thing we got left that'll float It's already over all the wheat notes Two feet high and rise That's right, the great Johnny Cash Talking about all the heavy rain in uh, Miller's Falls over the weekend That's what he's singing about, yeah. Miller's Falls? Really? <laughs> it has to be Yeah. Uh, heavy rain has caused some major flooding in the Miller's Falls area of Montague Yesterday morning, according to the Turner's Falls Fire Department A stream was flooded by heavy rains on the mountain Overwhelming the culverts And the flood went through Miller's Falls The power was shut down for most of Miller's Falls in the As a result of the flood with the possibility of it getting into residential places, especially basements with electricity. They show uh, they have the 22 News crew on the scene. Well, up there? Yeah. They can't go to Enfield, but they can go to Miller's Falls? Uh, it's more in the area. And this is what they saw. Oh, my God. We saw a car in a sinkhole near a house on Newton Road. It was crazy. Uh, did the, uh, were the dikes in Northampton all overflowing, oh, too? Oh, whoa. What? All right. You what? Know, that, what? That's, what? Listen, that could go either way. No, I only meant it one way. Well, no, there was that kid who put his finger in the dike to keep the water from coming out. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, the uh, state of the, uh, let's see, where was it? Yeah, they saw this residence uh, that were, uh, oh my God. Huh? What? People were going into their home to gather their things, but had to do so quickly. The state of the structure of the home is not safe. Residents uh, said that the huge flood came through to the point it was reaching the first floor windows, knocking out an AC unit and leaving debris everywhere. The debris. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That makes you feel better. Uh, but it's it's been it's been nasty. There's a flood warning in effect until 2:30 uh, p.m. today. Uh, they're saying the Westfield River has uh, reached its flood stage. How do they pick a time like that? Well, I they, mean, they uh, kind of figure where the you know, how when the rain's going to stop and how much water is going to keep overflowing. Yeah, but I mean, uh, other than the Connecticut River tides, mm-hmm. um, you know, when 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 we don't know when it's going to stop raining. It hasn't stopped raining since the beginning of July. Um, so, you know, it's not like. It's not like blocked storm drains where you know that, well, once it stops raining this hard, the drains will have the opportunity to take all the water in and then it will disappear. I mean, we're talking about rivers. How, how do you know when the river is going to be lower and, and you can say 2.30? Not 2 o'clock, not 3 o'clock, 
<coughs> well, I, I mean, there. I'm assuming it has something to do with with no additional rain beyond two o'clock. But that's what I mean. How can you say that? The forecast is showers throughout the day. I just uh, I could not stand this thing. Just uh, all this rain. I know. Like uh, Saturday afternoon, I got you know people over the house, and then. Uh, Cook the steaks just in time for the rain to start, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know we're all huddled on my front porch because you can't go out in the yard; it's pouring outside. And you don't want those people on the, the inside of the house. I was going to say you can't go into the dining room. Well, there was a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, I had a uh, giant party. What kind of super spreader are you running? Three hundred people. Get out of here! In my uh, three hundred people. I'm kidding. And none of us it was invited. Like eight, eight people. Yeah, uh, but it was. Uh, it, it's just. Well, because everybody wanted to be outside. Right. We just couldn't be there, yeah. but at least they have a covered porch, so at least we could enjoy the food out there. Mm-hmm. But it just sucked. Yeah. It just sucked so bad. It, it really, you know, for, I said this earlier this morning, anybody who had last week for vacation should get that week back. Yeah, let's bring that up to the boss and see yeah. how well that flies. We should. And uh, my grass, haven't been able to mow it in almost two weeks. On the other hand, I'm saving a lot of money on water. Every day, my my uh, my uh, internet-based uh, watering system is telling me, no, nah, we're going to skip today. We're my, going to skip today. My uh, my mower crapped the bed uh, a couple of weeks before all this rain started. Mm-hmm. So there are areas of my lawn where it is almost at hip level. So why don't you just go buy a new one? Well, you see, Steve, that's just the thing. Even if I had a new one, mm-hmm. when am I mowing this lawn? I could send my neighbor over with her weed whacker. That's yeah. how she mowed her whole front lawn. With a weed whacker? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, hey, at least it was done versus because uh, when you get the grass too high, then you have then you run the risk of people getting mice nesting in the grass. I am aware. Your house. I am aware. But uh, that seems like an awful lot of work. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, she didn't. But even, else did how even was it? But even these uh, landscaping guys are taking a bath right now. It's like, you know, they, they, <laughs> taking a bath. I don't mean that in, in a joking way. It's just like, you know, they can't get out and, and mow in the rain either. So, you know, they're. Yeah, they're uh, they're backed up. Yeah, I'm just yeah. worried about how more tr- how many more trees are going to come down around my property. Too. Yeah, because well, it, there's a lot of dead trees in those woods uh, that could you know potentially screw up the yard too if they you know they're tall enough to fall into it. You go out there golfing and they're uh, they're telling you to stay on the cart paths. Yeah, uh, you know you're gonna walk. You hit the ball to the opposite side of the fairway. You got to walk all the way out to it. <laughs> not to mention the wet grass you're walking across to get there, and then uh, and then the cup is full of water. Well, that's cool. well, you don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. State regulators have closed down shellfish harvesting up and down much of the coastline until further notice. In a notice distributed to shellfish constables, Division of Marine Fisheries Director Daniel McKiernan cited uh, paralytic shellfish poison. PSP as the uh, cause of the closures. PSP is also known as red tide. Shellfish constables? Yeah. I, How do you get a good job like that? Well, I guess if you live on the coast, they probably have these people who regulate the fishing industry and the shellfish collecting industry. What if, right. have, what if you have a shellfish allergy? Can you be a shellfish uh, constable? What if you uh, What if you want to keep all the shellfish to yourself? Would that make you a selfish shellfish 
Constantly. It would. Yeah. It would. If you're only thinking of yourself, yes. The move bans the digging, harvesting, or collecting, and or attempting to dig, harvest, or collect the possession of shellfish or carnivorous snails in the affected shellfish growing areas. The shellfish bed closers were effective at 4 p.m. on Friday. They had uh, red tide down in uh, in the Gulf Coast of Florida a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. It is nasty. Oh, yeah. And yep. these fish start, because of the bacteria in the water, fish die. And there was like hundreds of dead fish that they were constantly Thousands. trying to clean up off the beach. Yep. Um, and I went to this restaurant that was on a pier down in, uh, in Venice, Florida, and it, the fish smell was so bad. It was like just a, like a, somebody had a rotten dumpster yeah yeah uh just around the beach and uh this it's it gets pretty devastating to the whole the whole fishing industry too it's even worse when you can smell something like that around here 100 miles away from the beach well yeah yeah that, that would be a pretty nasty bloom of yeah, red tide yeah. if you can smell it this far inland uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. For eight months, uh, let's see. Uh, you know, already da, 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 da. Yeah, because it jumped. The page oh, jumped. Jumping Imagine pages. being locked up for a crime that you didn't commit, despite having evidence you were more than seventy miles away at the time it took place. That was the reality for a young Gulfport, Mississippi man, after he was accused of murder six years ago in July of 2015. The life of the of a 17 year old from Collins, Mississippi, was ended. Jabral Gowdy was shot twice outside of a club. 70 miles away from Gulfport, another man's life was upended, leaving him stuck in a nightmare with no way out. Uh, Arthur Jones, who goes by AJ, was arrested and charged with the teen's murder just days after the shooting happened. Video surveillance, however, showed that Jones was in Gulfport at the time of the shooting. Despite that evidence, authorities proceeded with the charges against him. Uh, For eight months, he sat in jail, charged with murdering the teen, even after the person who shot Gowdy was indicted. Jones remained behind bars. He's now sharing his story for the first time in the hope that the same system that falsely accused him will help obtain justice. That has to suck. Yes, it does. And unfortunately, it's not the only one. I mean, you hear cases like this all the time, usually of minorities, who seemingly have ironclad evidence that they were somewhere else on a certain day, and yet their convictions stand. It... it, it it's kind of a sad thing. It's to, a very sad thing because if you're if you're not even anywhere, it's not even like oh false identity. You were in the area at the right. time. This is you were seventy miles away. You have video to prove that you were there, but and he didn't you, have the video at the time of his trial, right? No, he did not. Yeah, uh, but, but you know, still, it, it's interesting because there's a lot of cases, and it's not just you know minority. Uh, you know, uh, suspects, but a lot of times, you know, it it may just be the fact that there was some underrepresentation to mm-hmm. uh, to this uh, to this suspect, whether yeah. whether it's court appointed attorney didn't do its job or you know his own personal attorney, uh, you you acted in, in an inappropriate way. I mean, there's lots of reasons why someone could be sent spending time uh, innocently, but unfortunately, there is a majority of them are minority. Uh, defendants. I, that's that's true, but a, a lot of times it's it's not just minority. It's just about socioeconomic factors that you know people can't afford good representation, and they get what's left. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, kids uh, seem to have a superpower for finding all the goodies you've stashed in the back of the cupboard, so Oreo is helping you take things to the next level. They've just announced the Protection Program, designed to hide Oreo Thins from your family using camouflage packaging. They still say Oreo Thins on the front, but the sides look different, so you can stack them wherever you want to hide them. The cupboard, the freezer, the closet, or even in the car. The uh, spines make Oreo make the Oreos look like a cookbook or a package of frozen vegetables, a pack of T-shirts, and a car owner's manual. Well, it's a good thing they're telling everybody that they're doing yeah, this. Yeah, so exactly. Can... So now they know exactly. Mom, what's this car manual doing in the cupboard with all the snacks? Leave it alone. All right, so I'm looking at a picture here of a package of Oreo Thins that look like a uh, look like Hanes underpants in a drawer. Now, when you get fresh underpants, do you put the whole package in its packaging in your drawer? No. No, I take them out and I wash them before I wear them. Exactly. So what's the that's uh, that's yeah? And, and first of all, of all the choices you have with Oreo cookies, who's the jerk buying the Thins? I have no respect for someone who says, "Ooh, I'm going to have the Oreo Thins," and doesn't make me feel like I'm having such a an enormous cookie in my mouth. But well, you, but it, you are. It's a big de- It's a big difference. Say if you're a regular uh, double stuff chewer eater, and then all of a sudden you switch to the Thins. Yeah, see, but I told you what I do. I'll take the I'll take two double stuff, yeah. remove two chocolate cookies, and put a quadruple stuff in between the two chocolate cookies, and it's delicious. And who's the who's the genius? <clears throat> That uh, and I and I say that somewhat sarcastically. Uh, who created this on the top opening peeling system? Oh, I, yeah, I know oh, what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And flap it, that it says here, and you, you lift it up, and, and it's not really a resealable flap. It, well, it's resealable, but the problem is, especially with Oreos, because that's what I've been buying lately. Is the center row? is completely accessible but the two side rows the the way the the way the top opens the side rows are almost still half covered and it's and it's harder to get an oreo out of the center of that column if if you don't have the top up high enough or back far enough but who was it that said all of a sudden you know i'm sick of I'm sick of opening these cookies from the ends. Well, you know how hard it is to shove that plastic thing back inside the sleeve? It can be very difficult. What do you mean? Uh, to well, shove the, that plastic thing, the tray that the cookies come in, the, you oh, if you open up the end of the bag and you try to take the plastic tray out and oh, then try to shove I it see. back in, it's yeah. very hard to do. Yeah, I never pulled it all the way out, though. I always just oh, pulled it like out yeah. far just, enough. Just the tip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 you seem yeah, like a just the tip yeah. type of guy. That's why I had double stuff. You, yeah. oh, wow. you know what they should do? Sell them like they sell Pringles. In a can? In a tube. Mm. Yeah. But how many Oreos can you fit in the tube? For, I mean... Well, the Pringles. same number of uh, the same number you'd have in a column. Because you can't. Uh, well, obviously Pringles. You, I don't know how many Pringles are in one tube, but the density of the or the uh, the size of the Oreo would take up, you know, probably like eight Oreos to fill the can. Sure, you think it would be not the Thin Mints. I mean, not the Thins. Not the Thins. Who's eating Thins? I'm anyway? telling you, it's People ridiculous. How many how many Oreos come in a package? Uh. I don't know. It's a personal question, don't you think? Uh, well, okay. How many uh, Oreos arrive in a package? I don't know. Let's say 50. 
fifty. Yeah, that's you're telling three me three weeks of arrival. You, you're telling me that they, that Oreo, that the Nabisco company, which has got all kinds of technological advances, couldn't put those in a convenient tube. You put and, a separate, and, put a thin piece of paper separator in between them. Sure, and and, and sell like three different tubes in a package. Yep. I think that would work out fine. Yeah, my uh, kid got yesterday was a bag of M and M's with three different kinds of M and M's in it, all mixed together. Really? Yeah, mm. it was the peanut butter ones, the peanut ones, and the regular ones. Wow, that sounds like some kind of factory mis- mix up. Well, they probably yeah, it was a factory mix up, and they're like, hey, you know what? We should just sell these as a bulk item. They call on those like the trail mix M and M's. It was actually it, it's it tasted like a trail mix, yeah, that's but what a I'm very thinking. chocolatey good one. Mm. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it's going to suck. Rain throughout most of the day with a high of 73. Flash flood warning in effect until 2.30 p.m. for western Massachusetts. Tomorrow, it's going to be hot, hazy, and humid at a high of 90. It is 68 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Stopped in my favorite watering hole this weekend, 7B.